What's up, everybody? I'm Justin Maytack, here with my sister, Melissa Matat. Hey, hey, everybody. And we are Room 51, a podcast where we talk about all things board gaming. Today, we're doing a 5 for 5, where we take 5 minutes to do a top 5 list on a random topic selected. Melissa will be drawing the random topic now. Whoop, whoop! Alright, here we go. And it is... Okay. Travel games. I guess we meant games that we would bring when we're traveling. Yeah, like get on the go yeah. kind of thing. Okay, interesting. Alright. Cool. Alright, go, do, do. You started the timer? I did. Alright, time is up. How do you want to decide who goes first? The usual flipping of a card. <laughs> Heads or tails? Tails. Alright, it is tails, so you will be going first. Alright, so the way I thought of this list, by the way, was games that I can actually see me bringing onto a trip, so they'll probably be a little portable. Uh, does it didn't have to be super portable though, but also just games that I find that the theme of it or like the gameplay of it is just kind of fun to play on a trip. And my number, oh, also though, like that it was, I tried to rank it in that way, but I definitely screwed up my ranking, so I, I would barely pay attention to my rankings for this one. But yeah, my the number, way that I, oh, yeah, the way that I uh created my list was. I thought about games, right, like, that had, I guess, the theme that kind of put you into the travel, taking a vacation or a trip mood <laughs> coincided with that. I also just thought of in terms of portable gaming. And I also thought about footprint of the game. So how much footprint it took, uh, it takes on the table, because maybe you want to play it while you're on the train or on the a plane or whatever getting to your destination what can you play in these instances so some of my games have that in mind as well yeah i uh, try to keep that in mind as well also yeah and the way i ranked it was how much i feel it works for this list if that makes sense how much it's fitting absolutely absolutely yeah i just screwed up my rankings because i rushed them at the end I, so, I definitely rushed it out when yeah. you said 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I didn't rank anything. I didn't even quite choose exactly what five were going to be here. So I was freaking out. But Same. I, I did like there's there's one day that I'm like, man, I really wanted to make the hit the list. But so my number five for it is the bloody inn. What yeah, I didn't even think of that. The bloody inn, the theme of it is that you run an inn where you realize you can make more money by killing your guests instead of allowing them to stay there. And the game just gets super quirky because it's like you have these dead bodies that you need to hide. And a police <laughs> officer comes and you're like, oh, man, I can't hide these bodies. So then you might decide to kill a police officer. <laughs> and then now you have more bodies to hide, though. And the game just gets funny like that. When I first started playing it, I wasn't expecting it to be like that. So at first, I was a little off on it. But then towards the end, I started to get more into the game once I realized how funny the game was in this very dark way. And it's just fitting for when you're like traveling, staying in either like hotels, Airbnbs, wherever you're staying, 
to play something like that with that dark humor that is kind of fit around people traveling, coming into your inn, and then you kill them. Uh, I think <laughs> it's hysterical, and it works super well for the idea of a travel game. And plus, it comes in a small box, and it doesn't take up too much table space. So yeah, my number five, The Bloody Inn. Yeah, that one skipped my mind a little bit. I think I just kind of rolled over it, but uh, rolled over. <laughs> I didn't do that on purpose. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. When you were describing the game, I was like, man, this game sounds so dark. But it really isn't. The game does not take itself seriously. And I don't yeah. think you're supposed to take it seriously, clearly, right? But Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. All right. All right, so my number five is not a portable game, really. It's not small, and it definitely does not take a small footprint, which is why it's my number five. But it definitely coincides with the theme of taking a trip, and it is Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride is where you are building your train routes using these different colored cards, and you're trying to create sets so that you could place down your little train carts to complete some sort of route that is part of your objective that you drew at the beginning of the game or possibly in the middle trying to get the most points i think that this is it just definitely brings me into the mood of like taking a trip maybe it's some sort of train road trip in a way because i know that's something i'd actually really like to do i want to go through several states within america by via train because i personally hate car rides and plane rides and all that but i i seem to do well with trains so it would be really cool to bring ticket to ride while i'm doing this sort of trip just to coincide with the theme and that's what made it or okay wait and that's what brought it to my mind so my number five is ticket to ride so ticket to ride new york almost hit my list and i feel like it probably should have uh, it's just a smaller version of Tit to Try, like physically smaller. It's a quicker version. Uh, I also just enjoy it more than regular Tit to Ride. But yeah. I thought of it because of its portability, but I felt that the base game Ticket to Ride has more of that feel of like traveling through different states, which is what I was going for. And I also just like the base game better. Fair enough. I disagree, but fair enough. <laughs> the huge. Yep. <laughs> All right, so my number four is a small game. Well, it's a small box game that has a pretty big footprint, but at least it's portable. And I think, again, it goes with the theme of going on an adventure. Okay, which is kind of what taking a trip or taking a vacation is all about for me anyway. It's that adventuring uh, notion. So my number four is Tiny Epic Quest. Tiny Epic Quest is you have your little meeples going around on, I guess, different quests, right? And you're trying to accomplish certain things. You could kill goblins. You could... Uh, travel through temples you could do all sorts of things and it's got this push your luck mechanic i love push your luck in games and i really like tiny epic quest i was also thinking about this in terms of two players because a lot of times you might go be going on a trip with 
one other person, maybe a friend, significant other, whatever it might be. And I really like Tiny Epic Quest at two players. Now, if you have multiple people with you, this also works because it goes up to four players. So that's my number four, Tiny Epic Quest. Awesome. Haven't played Tiny Epic Quest yet, but definitely want to. So my number four, though, is a very like chill, artsy game where you essentially play as an artist where you move around collecting different landscape pictures, forming collections, and it's called Sunset Over Water. I think that this game is very calm, and like the whole aspect of having your little dude move around collecting these sceneries kind of reminds me of traveling in terms of like sightseeing, things like that when you're going on a fun hike or something. It's a very chill, relaxed game, even though it's competitive. Like the game, it's very relaxed. It's not cutthroat at all or anything. And just the artwork is so beautiful. And honestly, the gameplay, for some reason, that whole aspect of collecting landscapes really does trigger this idea of like traveling for me. The table space isn't super small, where you can play it on like an airplane or a train. Maybe a train if you have a decent sized table. You essentially need the si- like a small table. You don't need a large table whatsoever. And yeah, it's just a very chill, fun game. Uh, it takes like a half an hour, so maybe forty-five minutes. I think less than that though. Sunset over water. Yeah, for me, sunset over water. I thought of it, but. I don't know. I just didn't like the game as much as I was hoping to like it. I thought it was okay. It was nothing super memorable for me. I don't know. I liked the look of it, sort of. Sort of? Yeah, I don't even know if I really liked the look of it. I don't know if I'm really into that style of art. I don't know. It was okay for me. Yeah, I think you're super... I I think the gameplay is fine. It's chill. It's enjoyable. And the artwork is super nice. Yeah, no, I could see see why people like it. For me, I I don't know what it was. It just didn't work for me. It was okay. All right. My number four, Sunset Overwater. (laughs) (laughs) Your game sucks! Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> my number three only came to mind though because I played it on a small trip with my girlfriend and her cousin. And it's King Domino. And I think the main reason it hit the list is because I played it in that travel sense. But the bot is pretty small, which makes it uh, very easy to bring around. And also, it's a very easy game to just whip out and play for 20 minutes. And I love it. Like, I think the game is fantastic. I really love playing Team Domino. And because of how, like, quick and easy it is to set up and play through it, it just, it's really enjoyable. And the other thing that's right is if you're visiting, like, family or something or just want to play with somebody who's a non-gamer, it's a great gateway game also. So and that since we did that with playing with her cousin who's like not really a board gamer, we got to show him Team Domino. He understood it in like five to ten minutes and had a good time. We had a good time. It's just it's a very enjoyable game for me. Uh and like I said, small bots, very easy to break out and hit the table. 
doesn't even take up that much table space. It's a fun little game. King Domino. All right. I do like King Domino. My number three, I picked specifically for its box size and footprint again. So this this is why it's ranking a little bit higher than Tiny Epic Quest and Ticket to Ride because of its footprint. Uh, my pick is Love Letter. It's just a few cards that you could hold in your hand. You could play this on anywhere, I think. And it is super chill. It could be even when, usually when you're on a trip, for me anyway, you barely spend any time in the hotel room, maybe at night. And maybe at night, like if you want to unwind or whatever, just play like a five to 10 minute game. Love Letter is kind of a perfect pick, I think. I think it works really, really well. And I, I like the game a lot, actually. So that's my number three, Love Letter. Yeah, I think Love Letter is a very fun, easy game to play. You don't even have to play it keeping score. You oh, just I don't. Like, yeah, I think it's better that way. Yeah. All right. So Good my... Pick. Thank you. My number two, then. I picked... So this is a two-player game, and I'm kind of going back to, again, like if you're just on a trip with friends, significant other, whatever it might be, it's small box, fairly small footprint, you know. My number two is Hanamakoji. I think that this, first of all, I love the artwork in this game. The game is so small and unassuming but man, it packs a punch when it comes to strategy. You really have to plan out what you're going to do, what your moves are, adapting to the cards you're given. And it's got this tug of war feel. I just, I don't, I love this game. It's super portable. And I would, I do bring, bring it on trips uh, fairly often, actually. I, Almost always have it in my backpack, I feel. But yeah, so that's my number two pick, Hanamakoji. Hanamakoji is a game I want to play more. I've only played it twice, and I really liked it. I just need to play it more. It actually slipped my mind, I think, because I just haven't played it in a while now. But I, yeah, no, that's a game that I definitely want to play more of. <clears throat> All right, though. So my number two. Is it? I, I love going to cafes when I'm traveling outside of New York City. I mean, I like going to cafes in New York City also. I, I like cafes, but especially if I like them going to Europe anywhere, I want to go to a cafe. I don't care if I'm just leaving New York City. I'm going to a cafe in some other state or city. And a perfect game to play in a cafe with friends is Cat Cafe. Played it at Pat's Unplugged. Super cute dice drafting game where you get to draw in. I don't know what those things are called, those like cat stands that cats climb on, but you essentially draw, fill those in with different images and stuff. It's just, it was such a chill game. And then you get to add up stores at the end and see who won, but it's a very chill game. I enjoyed dice drafting. I realized I really liked that mechanic. It's a fun mechanic. The game plays really smoothly. It's a quick and easy game. Doesn't really take up table space, so super easy if you just set a little small space inside of a cafe somewhere, wherever you're visiting. Uh, I think it's a fun game to play, Cat Cafe. 
Nice pick. I approve. Perfect. Perfect. So I do my number one and then you do your number one, right? Yes. My number one perfectly fits the theme of travel because that's all you're doing in this game. <laughs> you are traveling in a ship with your friends. One person's the captain and they're trying to lead you to the next destination. Once they reach there, captain switches over. It's a little push your luck game called Celestia. I love this game. It can get a little mean at times, you know, with people pushing each other off ships or deciding to stay and then jetpacking out of there, things like that. Uh, but honestly, I don't play that game to win. That game is just funny and it's fun. I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I play it to win. I enjoy winning, but like, that's not. The game is a great experience. I guess that's what I'm trying to explain. Like the game is just it's fun to see how far that ship can go and whatnot. It's super exciting when the full crew makes like we've done that now, I think, twice where the full crew makes it to twenty-five and we're all kind of pumped to have made it to that <laughs> last place. Like it's just a very fun game and it fits that theme of travel and it's a super small box. Uh for the amount of, like there's the replayability of that game is also just been awesome. I mean, I want to say I've played that game like five times and I have felt it keep getting better for me. I, I've actually probably played it more than five times, but I guess like that's why I'm not worried about playing it more and more because it just has kept every playthrough I've had of it has been more and more exciting for me. So I really love this game and I think it's an awesome travel game. My number one is Celestia. Yeah, I really like Celestia. This one kind of slipped my mind for this list, but it might have made it had I thought of it. All right, well, my number one game is a small, compact game. It takes a pretty large footprint, but I think it fits the theme of going on a trip perfectly. I am talking about Walking in Burano. It's all about you creating, I guess, like this block for tourists to come to and you're trying to attract tourists to your block with different shops and different, I guess, buildings and cats and whatnot. It doesn't make all that much sense, but it's so cool. It's super charming. I love this game. It's super portable because it's so small. And that's my number one, Walking in Burano. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I'm going to give the outro of the lifetime. Are, is hear. everybody ready for this? Okay. So pumped. This has been another 5 for 5. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Melissa McCack. Let us know what you think. What sort of travel games do you like to play with? Or what games do you like to bring on your traveling adventures? I'm already freaking this off. <laughs> Off or up? Oh, what I actually meant to say was messing it up, and I couldn't even say that. <laughs> I got <laughs> the worst. You've been listening to Room 51. <laughs>